Hey everybody, it's the Rewind for the week of May 16th, 2021. I'm Paul, that's Nathan. Ayo. Another fun-filled show this week. A lot of uh, mail, a lot of feedback last week. Folks could not believe that we had Elon Musk, CEO of Tesla and SpaceX on our program. If you didn't hear that interview, I, th- I believe the only interview that he gave after his SNL appearance, that is on the last episode. I encourage you to check it out. Mm-hmm. Pretty big deal. Very big deal. So with all of that said, let us move on to the news. Ah, the news. It's time for the news, the news. Uh, as you know, Nathan, yep. because we are currently involved in a class action lawsuit, we now must also abide by our lawyers' insistence to do follow-up every week where we correct, amend, follow-up, or whatever on uh, stories that we might have not given the full context for. Um, one in particular, and this isn't so much a follow-up or a correction, but it's on you. Once again, you have <laughs> failed the audience with your lack of research. I do all the research. <laughs> when you were talking about the California condors that trashed the lady's house uh, in, uh, where was it again? New Mexico, I think it was. It was California. California, California. thank you. So, yeah, California. You failed to mention that it was 10% of the remaining population of California condors. So it's not just that these <laughs> giant birds wasted this woman's house it's that 10 percent of the entire remaining population of this species came to her house and trashed well, it in my defense maybe only 20 of the 200 left in the world got the party invite that's very true but i think that to me in addition to the story itself makes it even funnier so i just wanted to well not even <laughs> i the uh the lawyers wanted us to provide that additional context for it All right, Nathan, what's our first story? Yeah, well, Paul, uh, my first story is a story of self-discovery. It's uh, it's a story that uh, brought a single tear to my eye and uh, it touched me in places that I cannot speak of. Just one? Yeah, just one. Um, Okay, yeah. BBC.com reports that uh, the first bottles of an artisanal spirit alcohol drink made using apples grown near the Chernobyl nuclear power plant in an area abandoned after the catastrophic 1986 nuclear disaster have been seized by Ukrainian authorities. The... uh, Chernobyl Spirit Company said that 1,500 bottles of Atomic were uh, confiscated and taken to the Kiev uh, prosecutor's office. Uh, The spirit, its producers say, is Chernobyl's first consumer product since the disaster. They're now awaiting the outcome of an investigation by the Ukrainian security services, but say they have no idea why the shipment, which was destined for the UK, was seized. Company spokesperson I said that the part of the reason for producing the spirit was to demonstrate how land around the exclusion zone could be put back to productive use, which could allow communities there to grow and sell produce, something that is currently illegal on officially contaminated land. A uh, professor at some university explained that it was no more radioactive than any other vodka. So uh, some university, that's the uh, that's the name. I, I, I didn't have time. Is it tough to get into some university? What, what are the, any alumni from some university I might've heard of? It was some university. I didn't have time to so, oh, just to find out what university was. Just some That's guy. a shame. Yeah. Shocking. If anything, the story's magic and I can't wait to try Atomic, you know. So Please don't. I, I think it's a great idea. It's like that high uh, meat story from last week. I forbid you, in fact. <laughs> okay. Well, then I, I guess I'm not. Well, uh, this next story would make a great public service announcement video. In my opinion, anyways. Already? 
The Verge.com reports that two people have been killed in a fiery Tesla crash with no one driving. Shocking. Yes. Right? How did that happen? I don't know. Cause of the crash, uh, which happened at about 9 p.m. local time in Spring, Texas, near Houston, is under investigation. First responders had to use 30,000 gallons, or for you and I, Paul, that's 115,000 liters of water over four hours to put out the fire as the Tesla's batteries uh, or battery kept igniting. Uh, reigniting, I should say. Authorities tried to contact Tesla for advice on putting out the fire, but it is not clear whether they received any response. Oh, good thing Elon wasn't on the show this week. He'd have to answer for this. Yeah. No, I know, right? Uh, preliminary reports suggest the car was traveling at a high rate of speed and failed to make a turn, then drove off the road and into a tree. One of the men killed was in the front passenger seat of the car, and the other was in the back seat. Yeah. So no one was in the driver's seat? No. Let me say this, and I know that, uh, I don't know, maybe Elon's listening again this week and he's going to be very taken aback by what I'm about to say. You know, consider that the smart speaker that we have in our house could barely understand it when we ask it to play a specific radio station. And now we're asking that same dumb level of intelligence to decide if it's going to turn left or right on a, on a road. I mean, <laughs> it's just like we have so put the cart in front of the horse with uh, self-driving cars that it, it is, it's ludicrous. Elon is literally selling cars that have untested, unproven self-driving capabilities. We don't even know what the, what the computational power of them is. We don't know what the, what the instruction set is. There is nothing to indicate that it will do it well. Yeah. And yet they sell it to a populace who is stupid. I mean, they're eating fucking, you know, old meat for Christ's sakes to get high <laughs> uh, and, and taking apples from Chernobyl and turning them into vodka they're putting them into these cars. Hey, that's a great idea. Okay. <laughs> They're sitting in the fucking passenger seat. So there isn't even the moment to like grab the wheel and correct it. And they're nope. just assuming that this thing is going to work. I mean, this is beyond like, you know, you have to, you have to break a couple eggs to make an omelet. Here's the thing. So I don't have to follow up next week. Yes. Elon Musk actually did go to Twitter. Shocking. Elon Musk went on Twitter. <laughs> he went on Twitter and he said that it appears that the, um, like they're still uh, attaining all of this data right from this crash, but he did say that um, the autopilot was not turned on. Great. Well, I, that, I guess it's the driver's fault yeah, then, right? Yeah. yeah. Again, it's like, don't sell a car with a feature called automatic driving that we all know doesn't work because again, we are... <laughs> technologically we are not there no not yet also what is the point of buying a car if you're not going to drive it like this, this is the other thing someone tell me uh and, and i'm sorry i'm so fired up on this and i don't know why <laughs> but someone tell me what is the value of the self-driving car is to be chauffeured around independently uh where you don't have to do any work maybe catch up on some sleep or catch up on some work uh-huh. in my opinion anyways point a to point b is when we finally uh get down to the nitty-gritty and we get this stuff working then that's all that uh, people are going to want to do. But we're not there yet. By the way, if you're catching up on work 20 minutes before you're arriving at work, you're a shitty fucking employee. <laughs> FYI. Yes, that is true. If you need to catch up on sleep, <laughs> driving to work, <laughs> go to bed earlier. Well, our next story uh, kind of touches on our childhood, Paul. Okay. Uh, you and I, we used to collect Pokemon cards back in the day. Remember that? I will not admit to this. I think you did. I think I did. Uh, and I still have my Pokemon cards. <laughs> so there you go. It's an open call to everyone listening. Go get Nathan. <laughs> Come beat me up. I dare you. I'll, uh-huh. yeah. I will say nothing about the moment that it happened. Um, yeah. Pokemon trading cards have been pulled from shelves as some Walmart and Target stores. Comicbook.com reports. Because uh, customer behavior over the, over the highly sought cards uh, have been a little erratic. Uh, right now, Pokemon cards are in high demand around the world, 
due to a combination of increased interest and low supply uh, due to COVID-19-related supply line issues. Because of this, many fans and scalpers are doing whatever they can to get Pokemon cards where they can get them, with some people waiting in stores for hours until new Pokemon card stocks have been put on the shelves. At least some of this seems to be in response to a fight that broke out outside of a Target store in Brookfield, Wisconsin that was started over sports trading cards. Total of four people were arrested over the incident, and it seems to have caused at least some kind of corporate response. So two things. So one, I've had this one Pokemon sound effect on the soundboard for the 14 years we've been doing this show, <laughs> and I've never once had the appropriate time to use it. Really? It is so dated now for reasons that will be clear when I play it, um, because it's been waiting in, in preparation for this. But here we go. <laughs> the long-awaited 14-year sound effect. Oh, oh, tonight, puss, I got something hard edge. What? Pokemon cards. <laughs> yes, that's right. That is from the Sopranos, which aired in 1999. <laughs> uh, two, I can't believe that 25 years later, this is the same shit's happening. Yeah. That's incredible to like me. Like grown men fighting over Pokemon cards. Like, you and I are grown men, <laughs> but we would never fight over Pokemon cards. We could. The other side of this is that Logic, the rapper... Uh, for some reason, bought a Charizard, which is one of the many Pokemons, the, the starter set of Pokemons, if you will, mm-hmm. for $183,000. That's insane. And then uh, apparently some other super rare card, and I'm reading from the Nerdist, but some other super rare card went for $250,000. And you, Jeez. you claim to have uh, some amount of foil cards, including maybe even this Charizard, yes? Uh I'm not going to di- disclose that information. You're not going to disclose this, but apparently you are sitting on gold, my friend. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah. I don't have a card like this that may or may not be in a uh, pretty much pristine condition. So all I'm saying is you watch your back, sir. <laughs> all right, moving on. Well, I've got a treat for you, Paul. Didn't sound creepy whatsoever. Yay. Not only do I have a penis story today, but also this week, and this week only, I also have a vagina story. Wow. Double kill. On with the penis. Uh, UKStyle.com reports that uh, the coronavirus may cause impotence by persisting in the penis. A small study suggests. Whoa. Uh, initially uh, considered an airway infection, the coronavirus is now known to affect almost any part of the body, with some patients enduring rashes, brain fog, and diarrhea. To better understand how the pandemic may be impacting men's genitals, a team from the University of Miami Middle School of Medicine, that's a long name, analyzed the penile tissue of four individuals, all of whom were due to have surgery for severe erectile dysfunction. Oh, this is the height of science. They could only find four dudes. Four dudes. What kind of study is this? It's a good study. 100% of people tested <laughs> tested positive for penis COVID. Maybe she had five dudes, I believe it, but not four dudes. Yeah. Uh, sorry, two of the men actually were known to have overcome the coronavirus up to eight months earlier, both having normal erectile function before becoming infected. Mm. I guess two had it and two didn't. That was a big, uh, big study there. Makes you wonder why you read it. I love talking about penis. <laughs> Did I say that? <laughs> yeah. I love talking about penis. It sure did. Well, on to the more important vagina story. <laughs> UK.com reports that a vagina-scented candle by Gwyneth Paltrow exploded inf- into flames, causing an inferno in a woman's living room. <laughs> Jody Thompson, 50, won the risque product sold by the Hollywood star and wellness guru in an online quiz. 
The candle is described on Gwyneth's uh, Goop site as funny, gorgeous, sexy, and beautifully unexpected. But Jody was taken by surprise after lighting it when a 50-centimeter flame leapt from the candle and out of the glass jar. Uh, I could have burned the place down. Uh, it was scary at the time, but funny looking back, the Gwyneth's vagina candle exploded in my living room. Like people who turn on the automatic pilot on Tesla, I think anyone who buys the Gwyneth Paltrow vagina <laughs> candle should be put on a list and immediately monitored for mental problems. There's a lot of stupid people out there, isn't there, Paul? Yeah. You know, whatever. Gwyneth is going to sell whatever she's going to sell because I, I get it. that retail is hard and you got to you gotta do something wacky to get people to buy your product. But like, at what point do you think that people want to smell a candle scented after your vagina? That's just where I... Would love to have been on that meeting where was it? Gwen, did Gwyneth pitch it to them? Did they pitch it to Gwyneth? You know, did someone say, hey, Gwyneth, you know, I just, you know, I sometimes just get a whiff of your smelly vagina and I just think it'd be great as a candle. Maybe it's a nice smelling vagina. I don't know. That's what I'm saying is that maybe there was some person who was like, you know, Gwen, uh, it smells lovely and we should really market this in candle form. Well, at least it's a much better idea than a penis scented candle. So just to recap this week, there's someone in Chernobyl or, or, or just outside of Chernobyl that is picking uh, radioactive apples and turning it to vodka. And then on the other side of the world, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow is, uh, I guess, leaking her juices into candle wax and selling it to people. Um, and I guess her <laughs> vagina juices are explosive. I think it is. Boy, this might be a low point for the show. What is happening here today? I thought this was going to be the best show ever. Turns out like it's the worst show ever. <laughs> How wrong you were. My next story actually is badass. Okay. And worth, worth reading. The BBC.com reports that visitors to Dracula's castle are being jabbed with needles rather than fangs after a COVID-19 vaccine center has been set up at the Transylvanian site. Medics with fang stickers on their scrubs are offering Pfizer shots to everyone who visits the 14th century Braun Castle in central Romania. Uh, it is part of a government drive to encourage more Romanians to get jabbed. Some people uh, believe the castle inspired the vampire's lair in Bram Stoker's uh, iconic novel Dracula. Bran Castle hopes its unique initiative will help boost vaccination numbers. And during every weekend in May, anyone can turn up without an appointment to get a jab. And they also get a free entry to the castle's exhibit of 52 medieval torture instruments. You know, America right now is getting into this issue where uh, half the population is vaxxed and those numbers are slowing down. We are too up here. Well, that's true. Yeah. I mean, it, it definitely the hesitancy is creeping up on, on, on the numbers. Uh, boy, if Disney had half a brain, they should just turn Disney World into a vaccine clinic if you want to go to star wars galaxy's edge you got to get a vaccine right like ride the millennium falcon and you just get stuck <laughs> and probably don't even tell people that you're doing it let them sit down on needles in on the rides or something let them get just jabbed without knowing it's no less ethical than selling people a car that supposedly drives itself this is true kudos to the bram stoker people or the Ro the romanians for using dracula's castle as a incentive to get the vaccine this world's getting a little dark a little crazy paul it's a little nuts, isn't it? Yeah. It just, it seems that, that all the stupid people are killing themselves mm -hmm. and it's going to allow a lot more room for the smart people like you and I to, to take over the world in a more appropriate fashion. Is that why you think Gwyneth made the candle? Pretty much. Oh. See, it's, it's a weapon. It's a, it's a smart weapon yes. for the stu stupid people to be killed by. She rigged it to explode. See, see these lines that I'm crossing and I'm just like wow. sinking my... 
my talons into dude we need some we need some high meat well uh we can end the show on a high note yes yeah let's do that from vice.com uh welcome inside the happy meal house paul largest collection of fast food toys in the world uh every month percival r loogie it's not a real name it is percival loogie loogie the thing that you like the thing that you spit out of your mouth i'm just reading what's in front of me paul i can't make the guy's name different all right well, he trots down to mcdonald's and jolly bee outlet i don't know what that is he trots down to these outlets for items to add to his twenty thousand piece fast food toy collection wow yep despite becoming a serious collector of fast food toys in the 80s percival did not think that his hobby would get him international recognition until a friend visited his house and saw his impressive collection. My goodness, these are just enormous, Lugie recalled his friend saying. They're one for the books. This inspired him to reach out to the Guinness World Records for a shot at world-class fame. And that's how, in 2014, Lugie became the first person to set the record for the largest collection of fast food restaurant toys. And nearly seven years later, he told Vice that his collection has likely doubled. Just think how much all that's worth, though, too, especially if it's not packaged. Or, sorry, un- if it's, like, still in his packaging. I, w- I would imagine uh, nothing. Nah. It's worth nothing. Those toys are crap. Every If you've had a Happy Meal lately that you have to attach the stickers on by yourself, uh, usually they're made of one or two colors. So if you buy, like, a SpongeBob thing, you know, SpongeBob is just, like, yellow and green and nothing else. There's no <laughs> other accents. This is not where toy collectors should be looking, I don't think. Well, they're probably mass- Mass made in a factory somewhere. Oh, they're almost certainly mass made in a factory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go. All right, very angry show today, Nathan. I don't know what happened, but uh, I, I, I didn't think it was angry. I think it was a wonderful show. Very angry show. You know, we started off great and kind of had a dip there. You know, with uh, with some death and things. Let's get out of here. Let's not outstay our welcome. The, the audience uh, needs to move on with their lives because they uh, they tuned in this week. They were like, oh, I can't wait for some laughs. And now they're like, oh, well, thank God this show's free. I just want to say before we go that I don't always, always enjoy talking about penis. But when I do, I do. Very good. Uh, speaking of not penis, if you, uh, well, listen, I don't know if you enjoyed this show, but if you'd like to enjoy other episodes of the show, you can find it on <laughs> Apple Podcasts. You can also find us on uh, Amazon Podcasts and uh, just about anything that has the word podcast attached to it. Just search The Rewind. You can also find us on Twitter at I Love The Rewind. Let us know what you think. Not about this episode specifically, but perhaps there's another episode that you enjoyed. And of course, thank you, Nathan. Thank you, audience. Yeah. We will be back next week or uh, we'll be back in two weeks. Uh, Next week is our off week, Nathan. And then the week after that will not be an off week. But we need to be on. So we can be off next week, like off in two ways, but we need to be on in two ways the week after. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go mow my lawn right now. Just sitting there. Your lawn is just sitting there as opposed to running away? Just sitting there looking me, looking at me with all of his dandelion eyes. Dandelion eyes. Dandelion? Dandelion eyes. All right. All right. <laughs> we'll see you guys. <laughs> I'm so sorry. We'll see you guys next episode. I'm losing it. Oh.